Welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 1098. Today on Cars Yeah, I'm celebrating the Concorso Italiano Car Show that takes place on Saturday, August 25th at the Black Horse Golf Course in beautiful Monterey Bay, California. For more information and tickets, go to concorso.com. Don't let people tell you it can't be done. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, automotive enthusiasts. I'm revved up and so excited to introduce today's very special returning guest, Tom McDowell. Hey, Tom, are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? I'm fascinated, Mark, ready to go. All right. Tom McDowell is the president of Concorso Italiano, an annual event that takes place on the Saturday before the Pebble Beach Concours. This annual tradition is celebrating its 25th anniversary and is a key part of the iconic Monterey Automobile Week. You'll enjoy between 800 and 1,000 vehicles of Italian origin on the beautiful rolling green lawn to Black Horse Golf Course in beautiful Monterey, California. The atmosphere combines cars, people, conversation, style, design, food, music, and art, all with an element of Italian style. I've attended Concorso Italiano since its inaugural event, and it's a must-do during Car Week. Always exciting, always different and always inspiring. And I'll let our listeners know, Tom was a very gracious early guest here on Cars Year, guest number nine back in 2014. So I can't believe it's been so long since I've had you here, Tom. It's wonderful to have you back. Uh, Could you tell us a little bit before we get into the questions about Concorso Italiano? Sure. You know, Mark, it's going to be difficult for me to top the synopsis you just provided. um, (laughs) Concorso is a this will be our 33rd year, and it is the largest Italian car show in the world. It's it's held every year at, at part of Automobile Week. We're on Saturday, the last Saturday of Automobile Week. Uh, we held a, a beautiful black horse in, on the Monterey Peninsula. Um, we get, uh, as you mentioned, Mark, uh, between 800 and 1,000 cars. About 800 of those cars are Italian, and then we also have another section called Global Exotics, and we get some exotic cars from other areas. As much as I hate to admit it, there are some beautiful cars that, that come from someplace other than Italy, and we want to honor those cars, too, um, when the owners bring them out. So you sort of have something for everybody. But it's a great day. We get roughly about 5,000 people out there, plus the 800,000 cars. And it's a celebration of the automobiles, of course, in Italian style, and food, fashion, and music. It's it's everything. And I'll let our listeners know, I mean, all week long, I've had some wonderful people relating and related to the Concorso Italiano, some great people, uh, all of them from Italy pretty much too, which has been pretty cool uh, in the flavor and flair of the Concorso. And I just commend you and your team for what you guys pull off every year. And we're going to talk a little bit about that as we go through the questions here. But first, I always like to ask my guests for a success quote or a mantra, some kind of saying perhaps that has some meaning to you about putting this incredible event together because this, I mean, 33 years, this is no easy feat by any means. Uh, it's a nice way to get the inspirational tires turning here on Cars, yeah. So is there some kind of uh, saying, Tom, that comes to mind when you think of Concorso Italiano? Uh, you know, Mark, there is. It extends way beyond Concorso, too. It, it's something that I've tried to live my adult life and even you know back into my youth, is don't let people tell you it can't be done. 
And, and there are plenty of people out there who will tell you exactly that. And if that's the case, if you listen to them, we wouldn't be achieving very much in our lives. So that, that's it. Um, just don't, don't listen to people who tell you it can't be done. If you want to do it, you go out and figure out a way to get it done. Ignore the naysayers. Now, that's a, a reoccurring comment here. I've talked to, uh, well, now since your first showing here on Cars, yeah, uh, 1,097 people since you were last on the show. And it oh, seems to, I know it's incredible, isn't it? It kind of blows me away sometimes. But it, it's really something that, that entrepreneurial spirit and people that just grab the horns and take on a challenge, they just kind of say, you know what? You say I can't do it. I say I can do it. I'm going to figure out a way to do it. Maybe you could give us one little piece of, or a little secret, let's say, of how you've pulled this off for as long as you have done this, because it is, I don't know how you do it, quite honestly. So is there one, like, I know there's a lot of components, a lot of moving parts here, like an Italian car, but is there one component that stands out for you if I said you have to just pick one? Surround yourself with the best people you possibly can. There it is. Believe in them, and they're going to believe in you. Yeah, you know, I'm glad you said that. And there's some really cool people that have been guests here on the show that are associated with the Concorso. Um, one of them is Keith Martin. I know that he's going to be actively involved in this year's event again. As he is every year. Keith is the uh, MC of the event, and, and your listeners, Mark, will know Keith quite well as, as uh, the publisher of Sports Car Market. But Keith goes way back. I've known Keith since I well, actually, Keith and I are cousins. So well, there you Keith, go. Uh, little family involvement here <laughs> yeah absolutely my mother's still mad at keith um and uh <laughs> because keith introduced and infected the rest of our family with this love for italian cars and in the old house there was a trail of grease that went from uh, through the family room from the garage to the kitchen and uh she just always looked at that that, that trail of grease and just shook her head because it had keith's name written all over it but yeah oh keith, my gosh been, He's been a real inspiration. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I'll let our listeners know, when you go to the Concarso event, you just walk around, you will see some incredibly famous people, um, people that have been guests here on this show, of course, from the Italian side, from the U.S. side, um, from all different marks. It's a wonderful event. Well, let's go back in time a little bit here, Tom, and have you share a story that instigated your personal kind of passion with Concorso Italiano and why you decided to take this challenge on? Well, we all have our moments of insanity. And <laughs> I, I confess that moment in some respects is still with me. I was asked to come in to evaluate a business, and I did. And I decided, I, I, I was familiar with Concorso Italiano, but this was the business I was asked to evaluate because the, the owner of Concorso was looking for it with due to some family issues, had to go a different path in life. Mm -hmm. And my my former investment banking partner and I came in to help take a look and help them see what advice we could provide. And it turns out, I realized, you know, I'm at that stage of life where this sounded like a lot of fun, and it sounded so I could do this. So instead of helping him and advising him on how to, how to position the business for uh, sale, I bought it. I'm going to buy it. I'll buy the business. <laughs> And I got my brother involved, and my sisters involved, even my mother's involved. And and it's, so it's very much a family affair. I've got my wife, my kids, and uh, we've got cousins and extended in-laws and family. And it's now way beyond the McDowell family. And now there is what we call a Concorso family. Yes. And we've been at it since 2009. That's how I got involved in it. But it really goes back even before seeing the business, just 
as we started, our family started to get a flavor for these cars called Alpha Romeo. And that's what Keith introduced to my dad, who then introduced my older brother, then me, and then and right down the line of five kids. And we've all uh, been involved with these cars at varying levels of various times in our life. And it just made it so much fun. I, I can remember my parents went away one weekend and dad left his, uh, I think it was a 1972 Alpha Spider. And he left it home. He said, Tom, just take care of things at the house. Nothing specific about what I was supposed to take care of, though. But I thought, well, he left the keys. Why not? And I took it for a drive up in the mountains above Santa Cruz. And I was driving a little too fast. Nothing bad ever happened. But I got I slid right up to the edge of that cliff on a hairpin turn. And, and mm. uh, a smarter person would would have slowed down a little bit for any future hairpins, but I hadn't achieved any kind of intelligence in that experience. But um, <laughs> it, it, that was that was one of the most fun driving experience I had ever had. And this Alpha for that day, it was running really, really well. And it was, mm-hmm. it, like I say, it was so much fun. I was I was hooked, and I, I just figured that I, I had a British car. It was fun when it ran. It was fun, but it just. There's something about it that didn't quite fill me with mm-hmm. the passion. That Alpha, I, there was something about it that did forever. I, pay, I paid attention to, to the Italian cars uh, thereafter, and eventually, I, life sometimes leads some strange paths. I, I uh, came to Concorso Italiano back in 2009. Wow, what an awesome story. Well, you know, some of the names that have been on the show here, Nicholas Bergeron, who's uh, also a Northwest guy up here. He's part of the Exotics at Ribbon Town Center. I know very involved in the event. Valentino Balboni, of course, a legend when it comes to Lamborghini. Keith Martin, you mentioned. And there's so many others. I mean, it's just, it is one big happy family. When you go to this event, you feel like you're surrounded by all your best friends. And that is the mood of the event when I'm there. You just feel good. It's just lighthearted. It's not ostentatious. It's fun. People hear Italian cars, they think Ferrari kind of noses up, but no, it's nothing like that. It's just one big happy family. Uh, it's just fantastic. Love the story. Um, if you're t- uh, Keith is smiling right now about the uh, comments of the oil going running from the kitchen to the garage. <laughs> so, yeah. I, get, I get it. Well, I would assume, Tom, running an event of this size has just a few challenges, maybe, maybe just a few. I wonder if you could walk us through one of those very trying times where you'd really just kind of were going home like, gosh, this is, what am I doing here? And the reason I ask this is it, these lessons are, these are great lessons for us. They teach us really valuable things that we can carry forward and we can share with others. So maybe kind of walk us through one of those times where maybe a, a whole bottle of Chianti might have been needed after the fact. You know, Mark, there have been so many of these and, and, and I, I can recall every year at the event in the days leading, because we, we arrive uh, down in Monterey about a week before the event. And, and as the event approaches, you, you just feel the energy building and yeah. not necessarily in a good way all the time. <laughs> yes. And, and, but you also realize that at this point, it's too late to change anything. You just have to fasten your seatbelt yeah. and hold on because it could be a bumpy ride. Well, from the inside, it looks like it's absolute chaos. From the outside, I don't know. I've never been on the outside uh, looking <laughs> yeah. at it, but, I, but I'm. Hey, I'm it always told. looks it's, smooth as smooth as a fender on a GTO to me. Well, that's what I'm told, but I don't. I don't believe it because all I see <laughs> is chaos. Yeah. And you know, there was one year we were at the stage. Um, we had the head of Fiat and at the time. It was Tim Kuniskas, who's who's done extremely well with Chrysler, and he was head of Fiat at the year at, at that year and. And um, we had an introduction of 
couple of new Fiat 500s with Fiat had a tremendous display. And the display was hooked up to the power generator. Everything was fine. We had the stage sound system also in that same generator. And I don't remember who was interviewing Tim, but it was sort of a sit-down, very relaxed interview. And the, the conversation was being projected to the whole event. So they're talking a little bit, and then all of a sudden the sound goes out. Like, right. Oh my goodness, what happened? Yeah. Well, when we look over the Fiat display, all the power went out to the Fiat display too. And yeah. the, the, the thing was, they turned on an espresso machine, and that was just oh, enough no. power draw on the generator oh, no. to flip the generator. Espresso <laughs> killed the show. <laughs> oh, I remember one of the senior gentlemen at Fiat, uh, he, he could see my blood boiling, yeah. and he said, Tom, Tom. Right. It's an Italian show. People yeah. understand. <laughs> and thought, okay, okay. But I was I was having my well, yeah. down. And yeah. And so it all it all worked out. It and yeah. it, it always does seem to work out. So yep. despite that to me was just extreme chaos, somehow the the sun just rises the next day and, and yes. everybody is no worse for it. Well, no doubt it goes back to your comment that you surround yourself with great people because you do that. You've always done that. That's a key to your success. And you know what? Everybody jumps into action and everybody just does what they need to do and they get it fixed. And I loved the opinion of the guy from Fiat. Hey, yeah, it's Italian. It happens. You know, don't relax, relax. I mean, I used to import goods from Ferrari and when they didn't show up on time, I would be running around like, you know, an ostrich with no head and they'd be going, why, why, why you worry, Mark? Why you worry? It'll be here tomorrow. And I'm like, oh, I need it today. Uh, it, it's just a different attitude. And I think that's, a key to the success of your event. I mentioned it. It's a very relaxed event. It's a very fun event. It, it's There's no ostentatiousness about it. Everybody's enjoying themselves. So uh, I, I appreciate you walking us through probably a painful memory, but uh, you got there. And let's shift gears and go to the other end of the spectrum. I'd love for you to share if you've had a really enlightening aha experience with Concorso. One of those times when you went, wow. Yeah, there was one. It was with Tonino Lamborghini. My goodness, my, huh? I'm having a moment here. <laughs> well, you got a few. Th- I'll, I'll, real quick, I'll let our listeners know. Okay, we're recording this show two weeks before the actual event, so Tom's got a few things on his mind. So, so cut him a little slack and uh, pour yourself a, a glass of Chianti or a, an espresso, maybe a decaf at this point. But go ahead, go I ahead. I'm sorry for interrupting. <laughs> um, Tonino Lamborghini was at the event, and I'd never met him before. It's the first time I met him, and his English is fine. It's, it's heavily accented, but it's certainly very, very understandable. His vocabulary is fine. We thought, well, let's get him on stage. And I, I, I didn't know the nature of his relationship with the Lamborghini factory, and I've heard stories of it. I, I don't believe the stories. Ever, ever, because there are just too many rumors out there. But I thought, well, let's get him on stage, and, and let's let's have an interview with him. Mm-hmm. And he was absolutely entertaining. He was most engaging. And when the MC, who was Matt Stone at the time, um, uh, yes, uh-huh. um, the author, right? Many people, yes, absolutely. Yeah. He's been a guest and, here. <laughs> uh, good, because that, he'd be a great guest. I'm glad yes. you've had him. Yeah. And uh, he asked the question something about Ferruccio Lamborghini talking with Enzo Ferrari. And there are, it's sort of legendary. That oh, yes. Whatever yeah. that first meeting was. And asking uh, Fuccio, to, you know, to say, well, who makes better cars? I, I mean, asking uh, Tonino uh, to recount the story, who makes better cars, uh, uh, Lamborghini or Ferrari? And Tonino's scoff and just, ha! Ah! And at where where he had to, and then he followed with a wonderful story about his father and how 
they make so many products and their, their cars are so much better than Ferrari. Well, I'll let the, 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 the Ferrari and the Lamborghini owners sort that one out. But it was most entertaining. And I thought, you know, there are things happen every year at Concorso that we, we have award-winning cars and we bring them across the stage. We talk about the cars, special feature celebrations. But what really is so much fun every year is when we get guests like Tamino Lamborghini, we're going to have several this summer, uh, in a couple of weeks. And when they, we get them on stage for these uh, really unprepared interviews and to listen to what they say. And it's fascinating things. And sometimes the interviews are, are fairly standard interviews, hopefully uh, not like this one. Um, uh, and, and then sometimes it's somebody, you get an Ed Gilbertson or you get a uh, Leonardo Fioravanti, or in this case that I'm citing, Tonino Lamborghini, you just you sit, you find yourself sitting, listening to the conversation. You get closer to the edge of your your seat. You're leaning forward. You get very engaged with what they're saying, and then both the humor and the passion, whatever they're sharing. And at the end of the day, you realize there's not many car events that you can go to and have not only be able to hear these people, but have personal access to them yes. at the event. Because as you, you've said a couple of times in this conversation, Mark, how it's a relaxed environment. It very much is. And we strive for that. It's not an accident. We strive yes. for that relaxed atmosphere. And that's what makes the thing so engaging is nobody's, we don't want the owners to be too uptight about the cars being judged. Mm-hmm. We don't want people to worry that they're not wearing the right clothes and they may not fit in at the event or not in costume or whatever it is. Right. We just want them to come, have fun, have a relaxing day, and enjoy particularly the Italians that will be there because you're probably not going to have a chance to meet with them in person at any other event, certainly that week, and probably ever. So get the chance. They're there. They want they really want to talk with you. So it, yeah. that's what makes it so great. And that interview with Tonino Lamborghini was so much fun, but it encapsulated everything we're trying to achieve at Concorso. Yeah, and you do it so well. You mentioned Ed Gilbertson, great guy. He's been a guest on the show. Another one, Rafael Loporo, who we both know oh, yeah. as good friends. He's been a guest on the show. I mean, it's just a wonderful mix of exceptional people. But I love those those moments in time where you get somebody just speaking candidly and, and sharing their experiences. Well, you mentioned cars, and this is about cars as much as it is about people. Maybe the people are, well, the people are more important, but I would love for you to share some of the unique and special Italian cars that you expect to see and that our listeners will expect to see at this year's Concorso. When you mention cars and people market, they're both really important. We all certainly come to the event the first time to see the cars. And the more you've come, the more you start to meet the people too. Mm-hmm. And it's sort of the cars that get us out there, but it's the people that keep us coming back. You can't separate the two. And that's what makes it so engaging. This year, our primary celebration could be some 50th anniversaries. We have the two Lamborghini cars, not perhaps not well known, but they are spectacular cars. Um, one is the Lamborghini Espada. We also have uh, the Lamborghini Islero. The Espada is one of the few truly four seat sports cars that you're going to see. It's it's a long it's in Lamborghini's early days, and it's a very long car. You would people would look at it and say, What is that car? And when they hear it's a Lamborghini, all they do is, No, it did I don't say origami did in its DNA. <laughs> how could that be? And uh, but it's a really wonderful car. And um, so it, it, we thought the fiftieth anniversary, it's just not a well known car, unfortunately. And we want to celebrate that. And as mentioned, the Aslero, there's also 
probably one of the more famous Ferraris ever designed and made. Uh, that's the Ferrari uh, Daytona, the 365 GTB, and mm-hmm. it too is having its 50th anniversary. Nice. And so that we're, we're we're really looking forward to that one. There are several concept cars that I unfortunately I'm not allowed to talk about. But well, that'll be, be part of the out. surprise. <laughs> yes, yes. And I'd, I'd 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 love to, to name these concept cars. They're not coming from manufacturers. They're coming from designers. Mm-hmm. These are fun. I've seen pictures, but of course, seeing concept cars is always so much fun when you can see them in person. Yes. So we've got some coming from there. And then with Keith Martin, every year we want to celebrate because Keith is an alpha guy, and that's where I started as well. We want to celebrate alpha males, and we we're looking for a significant anniversary. Well, Keith and I are not getting any younger, and we thought, well, I don't know if we want to wait around another 10 years to get to the key anniversary for this particular model. Heck with it. We don't need to sell, have wait for an anniversary with these alphas. We're going to celebrate special models every single year. And so um, this year we are celebrating the the alpha four door sedan. And people will debate whether you know, those are great cars or not. And all I would tell them is, go well, sit behind the wheel. You'll find out how great they are. They're terrific. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, so so every year we're we're having uh, Alpha celebration, and this year is the four door sedan. Even this earlier this morning, we're already planning what we're going to be celebrating, which Alpha Alphas we're going to be celebrating next year. So that that's it. We've got some three fiftieth anniversaries. We've got some concept cars that I'd love to be able to talk about, and then we've got the the annual variation of the the Alpha Romeo celebration, and there are some personalities that we're going to be having too. Some some designers that. Um, uh, one would call up and coming. That whole design world in Italy is just over the last decade has been turned on its head. Venerable designers are no longer around or they're just a mere shadow of what they once were. And then there's new designers that are popping up and they're able to carve out a living because the, the whole design world, not only the Italian design world, but just where and how cars are designed has changed dramatically mm-hmm. over the last 10 years. So it's, um, it'll, it'll be fun seeing these new designers and, and, uh, did you get them hear them talk and, and hear them share their thoughts about the, uh, the future of the automotive industry? Yeah, it's I'll let our listeners know. You, you mentioned the uh, Espada, a Gandini design, if I remember right. Bertone That's correct. designed yeah. that car yeah. with a luscious V12 Lamborghini 3.9 liter engine in that thing. And I'll, I'll give my uh, listeners a little hint here. One of the concept cars is uh, that's coming is from a past guest here on Cars Yeah, but that's all I'm going to say about it. The thing is, I'll let our listeners know what makes this so special. And today I was out buying my wife a birthday cake. Yeah, I didn't make it. I bought her. I'm sorry, but I didn't forget. Right. But while I was there, (laughs) yes. Well, and and all our listeners too. I know they're real good about keeping secrets, but while I was there at the store picking it up at the bakery, I got a call from a friend of mine, another past guest, Chris, who said, Hey, this year I get to go to Monterey for just a couple days. Uh, what should I do? And I said, well, Saturday and Sunday, Saturday, Concorso. And he was asking me about it. And I said, that's what you have to do. If you have a little time at the end of the day, you can run out to the track. But you got to do the Concorso and, of course, Pebble on Sunday. But, you know, the thing I'll let our listeners know is the other cool thing, and I'll ask you if you still do this, is the special parking for Marks. Is that still going on? Yes. And what that is all about, I'll let you explain what that's about. Because it's it's a car show in and of itself, and it's the parking lot, right? Yes. Well, we've changed it a little bit. You know, in, in, the, in the past, we, we had certainly, there are 10 Italian marks, including one, it's not really a mark, but it's special coach work. These are cars that may have 
no connection to Italy except they were designed by an Italian, but they're an American car. The Cadillac Alante, for example. But there are plenty of other models, cars that fit into that same criteria. But then we we had a part that we, an area, we called it the corral, or the non-Italian corral. And it would get quite large. But it over, and you know, we'd have 500 cars out there. It was interesting, but at the end of the day, what there had some great cars, but they're not necessarily unique cars. They were cars that you could go down to any dealer. And I'm not picking on BMW. My wife is a, she's got BMW oil running through <laughs> her veins. So she, she's just a diehard BMW fan. Yeah, I am too. Um, and, but we'd have a lot of what were then three series, five series, and a few seven series BMWs out in the non Italian. Well, they're great cars, but people aren't going to come to see those cars because they can see them they're on the road quite a right. bit. And then you'd see them at the dealer. So we sort of revised it. And we, we're now, First, label it as global exotics, and we want cars that you're not typically going to see on the road. That mm-hmm. cars that maybe come out to car shows. Um, you know, there's and, and a good example would be the, the Datsun, the 240Z. Oh, okay. um, uh, we, we might see a Toyota 2000 out there. I'm not. I'm not going to cite just Japanese cars. There's plenty of British and German cars. There's plenty of French cars, and we get some of those older cars out there, or newer cars for that matter. Some of them are exotics, and just have them come out, and that's part of our global exotics. It's not nearly 500 cars, but it's now, uh, to me, a consistently more compelling viewing experience than than yeah. what it had been. Yeah, it's just like it's like extra icing on the cake. It, it really is. And again, for attendees, it, you've got to make sure you get to that part of the show too. But uh, it's absolutely incredible event. Well, here's a little, uh, little a question I didn't ask you when you're on the show before. This is a new question since you were an early, early guest here on Cars. Yeah, guest number nine. If you were a vehicle, Tom, if you were manifested into a vehicle, what would you be and why? Oh, this is a great, great question. I feel I should lay down on my my <laughs> on the couch, the couch right now. Yes, well, yes. the doctor's in. I'm right here. Okay. I'm taking care of you, walking you through your life here. But uh, yeah, it's it's not, it's not about what you wish you were. It's how you perceive yourself. Concept car. A concept car. A concept car. Oh, well, there I'd you go. I'd love to be a concept car. There's there are two concept cars. I mean, there's hundreds, thousands of concept cars out there from right. all across the world. Two of them have really, for some reason, struck a passion in me. Uh, one is the Lancia Stratos Zero. Mm. Um, it's designed by Bertoni. Actually, yeah. both of the cars were Bertoni designed. I don't know how they, that's just coincidence. But well, there you go. The Launch Nostrato Zero, uh, designed, I think it was back in the early 70s. I'm not absolutely certain, but you enter through the front of the car, the, 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 the door, it means the windshield flips up and you, you hop into the car. No, no, uh, short skirt. You can't wear a short skirt and you, <laughs> you get into that car. And it drove with a steering wheel that, well, the, the steering wheel sort of hinged on the floor, had to move around so you could climb in and out of the car. Yep. No back window. And it, it's a glorious car. So any of your listeners, just look up Lancia Stratos Zero, and you'll see why this car is so special. And the other car is a much more contemporary car. I think it was about 2010, 11, 12, somewhere in there. And this was uh, also designed by Bertoni. And this is the Alfa Romeo Pandion, P-A-N-D-I-O-N. There's some great uh, videos yeah. of it on YouTube. I had a chance to sit in the car. I never was able to ride in the car. But I thought, oh, if only I could weatherize this car. And then I'd love <laughs> to drive it where, around 
where I live because there are a lot of a lot of wonderful twisties around yes. where I live, and oh, yeah. it, it would be a great car uh, to drive. So um, I'm thinking if I'm sitting, if I'm laying on the couch, visualize myself in the car. It would be because those two cars, one was groundbreaking in the Lancia, and the Alfa Romeo is just strikingly beautiful. Yeah, and I'd want to be a groundbreaking, striking, beautiful person, I guess. <laughs> well, um, you are, Tom. You are. Well, so, yeah. so per- perfect fit. Well, that, that Lancia Strato Zero, Jay Leonard just did a special driving that thing. And uh, yeah, another Marcello Gandini design, uh, head designer Bertone, who did that car. I think it had like a, a V4 engine in it, too, which is a Fulva engine. Uh, smaller displacement, 1.6 liter. But it, yeah, it's it's just a wedge. And it's a tiny little car, too. When you park it next to something but very special just like you well tom up next is the last lap but before we put the pedal to the metal let's say thank you to today's cars yeah sponsors what's the worst thing for your car's interior no it's not that milkshake the kids spilled in the back seat it's the sun harmful uv rays cook your automobile's interior hour after hour when it's parked outside even on a cloudy day what's the solution covercraft sunscreens they protect your dash, seats, and interior finishes from those damaging UV rays while keeping the interior temperature tolerable, even on the hottest summer days. No more painfully sizzling seats and steering wheels for you. They unfold quickly and easily install, stay where you put them, and are custom pattern for an exact fit. The foam core acts as a cooling insulator, and you can get yours in different colors and finishes. And they even fold up easily and store under your seat or on the floor. I've used Covercraft sunscreens for years, and they are a fast and easy solution that protect my beloved cars when they're not in the garage. Learn more and order yours at Covercraft.com. Want to protect your entire vehicle? Get a car cover from Covercraft. They have those too. That's Covercraft.com. And tell them Mark sent you. What's every automotive enthusiast dream? to design and build that perfect garage. My friends at Metron Garage are a group of creative talents who've combined their passion for cars with their careers in architecture. Their service includes unique garage design and state-of-the-art fabrication. They will create the coolest custom garage for you and your vehicles. Metron Garage's system features fully engineered commercial-grade material and structural framing that's stronger than traditional construction. Their designs are pre-engineered to meet your building codes for fast, bolt-together construction. With over 25 years of experience, you'll see a 3D rendering to visualize your custom garage, and the final structure will fulfill all your storage needs. Contact Metron Garage today and begin realizing your dream garage. Go to metrongarage.com. That's metrongarage.com. Garages built for discerning enthusiasts. Where it's not just a garage. It's where your dream garage comes true. All right, Tom, we're back and we're entering what I call the last lap, the lightning round. The show's almost over. You're starting to feel a sense of uh, I've done it again. But I'm going to fire off a series of questions and ask you to give our listeners some very quick blips of the throttle answers. So you ready? All set. Here we go. What's the best Encore advice you've ever received? Make it easy for the attendees. No park, no, no hassles with parking, no, no hassles at the gate. Just try to give them a wonderful, relaxed day. Ah, very nicely said. 
What's a key element that you found in running Concorso Italiano that you believe has contributed to the show's success over the years? Give it a family feel. I don't know, make people feel as though they're, they're walking into a, uh, some sort of edifice that it's impenetrable and you have to ask permission to go one place or the other. Just feel comfortable, talk with anybody. Uh, if, if you need something, just say the word and, and we try to help. If you could have a drink with anyone in the automotive industry, living or deceased, who would that be? You know, I guess there would be two designers. And one, I've been able to live that, live that dream in Leonardo Fioravanti. Mm. And I had a a lovely meal with him, and it was an experience of my lifetime. The other, whom I've met many times but never had a chance for a one-on-one conversation or drink, would be Giorgetto Giugiaro. Yes. And, um, you know, I, I, I think he's one time was honored with the designer, designer of the century or some mm-hmm. un, unusually lofty award, which was couldn't be more deserving for that award. At the times I've met him, he's very gracious, but I never had a chance to really have a, an extended conversation. I would have loved to have done that. And, and perhaps I still will. I go to Italy at least once a year. And uh, I would really enjoy being able to sit down with with Mr. Giugiaro and his son and be able to talk with them. Yes, he's agreed to be a guest on my show. We're just having trouble booking that time slot, but I'll get him eventually on this show. Yeah, he would be absolutely spectacular. So one last thing, if you could really quickly go over some of the other things people might experience when they come to Concorso Italiano, other than the cars. Well, we do have uh, a fashion show. Because there are, there are several things that we do. Of course, it's the cars. And I mentioned earlier in this conversation that the opportunity to meet luminaries from Italy. It's, it's not easy to meet automotive luminaries from anywhere. It's a little more difficult when they're from outside the United States because they're not, just not easily accessible. And you can't go over to Italy and sit down and meet them. It's just, it just can't do it. So right. when we bring them over, it's under the condition that they're going to be wandering among the crowd. They're not going to be sequestered in, in some cloistered hospitality villa. We want them um, walking amongst people and being accessible. And that's what happens. It's the fashion show that I mentioned that I, I don't know the first thing about fashion, but we have people <laughs> that do. And they put on a really nice, fun, very folksy fashion show. It is And the fun. place yeah. is packed. Yeah. It's really packed. And I'm, I'm not a tall man, and unless I force my way up to the stage area, and I don't do that, but if I, that's the only way I'll be able to see it, because it's standing room only, and it's, yes. it's, you know, it's 10 people deep on each end of the, the runway and the people in the bleachers. It's, it, I don't understand it. it <laughs> well, it, it, it's, it's exciting. It's fun. It's, it's cool. And you know, you think maybe only the women would want to partake, but no, I, it's, I've enjoyed I it every year. It's, a, it's another little facet to this little gem here that Tom has put together. Uh, and you have great food, you have great vendors, there's all sorts of things to buy and look at. I mean, it's just, uh, it's incredible. We, you know, we moved to food trucks and as, as, and we're finding that the food, the selection for food trucks, um, can be really, really interesting. Not, not, it's, it's not burgers and tacos or burritos. It, it's really eclectic, yeah, uh, food choices. So that makes, uh, that makes for a, a, a rather interesting culinary experience as well. So it's, it, at the outset of this conversation, we talked about it, Italian style, food, fashion, music, 
And while we play Italian music, it's we, what we really emphasize is the food and the fashion, and of course the cars and the and the personalities. But, Absolutely. Um, so, so when you ask Mark, um, aside from the cars, that's it. It's the personality, the food, and that and that fashion show. Yeah, it's absolutely spectacular. I'll remind our listeners, you can find links to all these resources and a link to get to Concorso Italiano, the website. It's very easy to find. Just type Concorso, Google it. It'll pop up. It's not too late to get tickets. Uh, If you're going to be in the area, you have to attend this event. All right, Tom, we're up to the last question here, and that can be a bit of a doozy. Today, I'm going to buy you any cool collector car on the planet, but there's some rules. You can only own this one. You have to drive it. You can't sell it to buy a bunch of other cars with so that little tricks off the table but i want you to enjoy this car and have it be a part of your life so for today what can i buy you the first italian car i ever saw but i didn't know to appreciate it was a ferrari dino and it wasn't so much the size and of course there are people who debate whether the dino is a ferrari i don't debate that it's a <laughs> no, ferrari it's a ferrari and but what struck me at that i was well this i would have been about 14, 15, 16, something like that when I first saw the car with the curves. There was something to me oh, so yeah. sensuous. I, you know, people talk about cars and sexiness, and to, to the outside, I think, well, how could that be? Well, you look at a Dino. It has some voluptuous curves, mm-hmm. very gentle curves. I find it to be one of the sexiest cars I've ever seen, even today. And there are great cars out there, and there are cars that drive better, drive faster, corner better. But there's something really sensual about that Dino, and I think that's the car mark. Well, that would be awfully nice. I know the uh, collector, uh, David Lee, I believe is his name. Oh, right? yes. Yeah, yes. just did kind of a R group version, if you will, if you think Porsche or a hot rod version of the Dino. Most tastefully done I've ever seen. I know a lot of probably purists are rolling their eyes. But the first Ferrari, quote unquote, I ever drove was a Dino back when I was detailing cars when I was 16 years old. And on the dash of that car was a plaque that said, this Ferrari was built by Enzo Ferrari for Cher. It was a car that the singer Cher bought. And oh. on that plaque, it said, this Ferrari. So I've always thought there was proof right there. I know he didn't like to have it badged with Ferrari. It was Dino. But there was proof that a Dino is yeah. a Ferrari indeed. Well, that's, that's- I would I would love to buy you one of those. Do you have a special color? And I know there's a lot of them that show up at the show, too. Is there a color you like? You know, a deep, almost a metallic purple. And I, I, don't, yeah. I don't know the Italian name for the color. That would be it. I mean, red would be the easy answer. Yeah. But um, there, there were, I think, 80 different factory colors. For yes. The Huge number of and, colors. Yeah, it's just an astonishing number. And, and there, a purple one came out one year, and I said, well, that can't be. No, I did my homework, and yeah, that was a factory color, and it was just very, very so unusual to me that I thought, ah, that's, that's what I want my Dino to be. I'll tell you something interesting here. That story I just told you about that Dino that I used to detail when I was a kid that was built for Cher, guess what color it was? It purple. Was purple? <laughs> it was purple, and the guy that owned it, his name was Sam Salemi, I remember he hated that color, and he eventually had the car taken apart and repainted red. Now, imagine today the value of that car in purple because, you know, people love wild colors uh, for cars, especially original. But that car was purple. Yeah, it was a crazy, crazy looking color, but it kind of worked. I mean, that car looked good in pink. I don't care what you say. (laughs) It's just a beautiful car. 
Well, Tom, you've taken us on another great ride today. Thank you so much for spending a little bit of time with me today. I know you're up to your uh, eyeballs and alligators here preparing for Concorso Italiano. Thank you for sharing your journey. Is there one little parting piece of wisdom or guidance you might offer our listeners before you rip off into the sunset in that Ferrari Dino? This is probably the advice that was offered to me by one of the enthusiasts who was telling me about his experience with Concorso. And I guess my response to him, I don't remember exactly what I wrote or said. I don't even remember if it was a conversation or email, but he sensed I was wound a little bit too tight. <laughs> and, and and he said, Tom, you've got to learn to relax. Just sit back, have a glass of wine, sit down with your wife or girlfriend. Well, no girlfriend, right? That's just wife only. Stick with and your wife. Yeah. Down, yes. And, and just have something to eat and relax. Watch yes. the sunset. Watch the bird fly. Watch the wind through the trees. Mm. Just relax. Enjoy your life. I haven't always followed that advice, but I'm trying. And I try all the time because I remember it. This was seven, eight years ago. And yeah. I still remember this advice. So I know for me, it was good. It's wonderful advice. And I do hope that you have a moment during Concorso Italiano this year to do exactly that. Sit down, have a nice glass of wine, look out on what you and your team have created because it's absolutely spectacular. I encourage all of our listeners to go to concorso.com. You can get tickets, check out everything, old pictures from old past events. It's absolutely spectacular. I will be on the lawn. Tom will be on the lawn along with a lot of other very cool people. I encourage you. You've got to go to Concorso Italiano. Tom, thanks for being so generous today with your time, your expertise, and for sharing your experiences with me and the listeners. Until you and I talk again, I'll see you at the Concorso Italiano. Thank you, Mark. It's been great. I really enjoyed our conversation. Ciao, ciao. You take care of your cars, but who takes care of your investments? Tune-ups aren't just for engines. Updating your financial plan is important, too. Your GPS may take you from A to B, but it won't help you on the road to financial freedom. For that, you need a good co-pilot and a very trusted advisor. Chris Kimball, CFP, is just the man for the job. He'll guide you down that road without driving you crazy. For over 25 years, Chris has helped people just like you and me with their financial planning and investments. With a master's degree in financial services, he is eminently qualified, and he's a car guy too. Learn more at chrisvkimble.com or call 866-ON-A-PLAN. Securities through Money Concepts Capital Corp. Member FINRA SIPC. CK Financial Services is not affiliated with Money Concepts Capital Corp. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah.